Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew, I am, of course, William Memo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going out there, peoples? Uh, we're doing all right, man. Special Saturday edition of Sports Urban Legend. Um, I want to thank you guys all for listening to another episode. Um, of course, I'm William Memo. He's Macaulay Matthew. And, uh, we're going to talk about, you know, what's going on in the world of sports and entertainment. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about what's going on with the, the Mets, the Yankees, uh, the NBA playoffs, the Knicks, 
um, uh, what's going on uh, with the whole uh, Birdman um, situation with, you know, putting some respect on it. I'm going to talk about that, of course. Also going to talk about the whole Lemonade controversy surrounding Beyonce, Jay-Z, Rachel Roy, Rachel Ray, anybody who, who uh, sounds like Rachel Ray basically is in this in this uh, situation going on here. And, you know, of course, we're going to wrap off the show with a little WWE uh, payback preview. Give us our, you know, our thoughts, who we're going to, who we think is going to win. And, of course, most importantly, I know you know the number, Mac. I'm sure the uh, our wonderful fans here on the show, they know the number. So, Mac, the, the number is, is of course... 917-388-4189. So feel free to call in, uh, express your thoughts, and uh, thank you in advance. But, um, yeah... Um, let's uh, let, let's dive into the the Mets first. And uh, man, the I don't know if you were watching the game uh, today, which I assume you weren't. But no, I'm not a <laughs> Mets fan. Remember? I know. I'm a Yankee <laughs> fan. You know, could have you know sick the peak. You know, be like mm, I hope the Mets are losing. Mm, you know, mm, nah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you know, go on your Yan- You know, your Yankee loving Met rants. You know. For all I know, but uh, yeah, let me tell you. Let me give you the little rundown. In uh, the third inning, Mets entered the third inning, score in the the game scoreless, and Mets scored 12 runs in that inning, setting a record, capped by Johannes uh, Cespedes hitting a grand slam. Wow. Si se puedes. Yeah. Cespedes. He had a he had a um. You know, um, you know, a, a grand slam. Michael Conforto uh, knocked in some runs. Uh, Conforto, I mean, not Conforto. Um, Cespedes, he uh, he had six RBIs in that in that inning, which was the most for any Met in the inning. And yeah, the Mets, man, they were the only out that the only out they had was uh, the starter Stephen Matz. You know, he bunted with two strikes. You know, and uh, that basically, you know, that that was the only out they had, you know, during that 12-run, you know, barrage of offense. Wow. And, uh, you know, Stephen Matsy pitched well. I think he went six or seven innings, if my memory served me right. Uh, you know, he this guy, he, he's like, I think, seven and one, you know, for his career in the regular season. And uh, this guy, uh, Stephen Matz, he's been brilliant. Michael Conforto, I mean, this guy, man, he's been, he's been, as advertised, man. This guy's like, I don't know how, maybe 23 years old or so. I, I haven't checked his age, but this guy, he's he's mature on a baseball, you know, at the plate. I mean, this guy could hit, flat out hit. And um, you know, the Mets. Right now they have a seven-game uh, winning streak, you know, after uh, they swept uh, the Braves in Atlanta, which is usually a house of horrors for them. But thank God that, that ballpark is finally going to be destroyed after this year because I can't take that horrible 
rally music that they play, you know. Mm-hmm. When they, I don't know if you're familiar with the song I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> been on for years. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I think Nelly and the same lunatics copied that with the shake your tail feather <laughs> many years ago. Man, I could, I, I'm telling you, man, every time I hear that Braves rally song, I think of Brian Jordan hitting home, you know, you oh, know hitting wow. home runs off the Mets from like 2001. It, just, <laughs> it, it, it makes me, you know, feel like uh, Leo Mazzoni that, uh, I don't know if you remember him, he was the pitching coach from back in the days, you know. Yeah, many of course. Years with Bobby Cox always rocking. Yeah, yeah, rocking yeah. back and forth. I mean, this guy's almost in a fetal position. The way how he, he's rock, he, you know, he rocks back and forth, man. That's that's how I feel hearing that stupid song. It just takes me back. <laughs> but in any case, well, thank God Benitez is on the team, or else, you know, that would bring back more, you know, horrible memories for me. But uh, I digress. Uh, yeah, the Mets, you know, they're on a seven-game winning streak. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> Uh, they they um yeah they also swept the the uh the Reds previously uh you know uh, in addition with the the Braves and uh you know they're you know so far they're uh they're lead they're winning this series uh this series against um um now my memory sir I'm not I'm trying to remember what team oh yeah the Giants because they they started the series with the Giants on Friday night so they're gonna try to put the brooms on them. Mm. So, but um, in any case, you know the Mets are riding high. You know they they um they finished the road. They recently finished the road trip, um, hitting like I mean a ridiculous amount of home runs. They wanted to hit 19 home runs in the like in a six day span. I mean it was like ridiculous. They had like three days of back to back home runs. Wow. I mean it was ridiculous and. Neil Walker, I mean this guy, he's um um he he has um what was I gonna say? I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh no, wait, wait, yeah, I'm sorry. This is not right. This is uh, it just turned Saturday, so Friday night was just the game. So right now they're right. gonna try to take the series later today, Saturday. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to do the math in my head. I'm like that doesn't add up. So in any case, they're they're gonna try to win their eighth game and. If they do so, um, they'll win the series, and and then they'll try to sweep the series on Sunday. If obviously, if they can win on Saturday night, right, or Saturday afternoon, I should say. But in any case, um, yeah, the Mets are. I mean, they're hitting, they're scoring. I mean, I, and cap it off with Neil Walker. He hit nine home runs. That's good. In in uh, you know, this this month. Um, he hit three home. He had he had um he has three uh, home runs from the the right side, which is usually his kryptonite. And uh, last year he had 16 home runs, and he's like, I mean, this guy, he's he's like Daniel Murphy in the playoffs right now for the <laughs> World Series. I mean, this guy, I mean, you can't get him out. Wow, playing real well. Yeah, absolutely. And Daniel Murphy, he's playing well in in Nationals too, but. I mean, this guy, man, Neil Walker and uh, Drupal Cabrera. You know, he's you know he's getting some clutch hits. Uh, they they've been a a great uh, uh, play double play combination uh, so far. You know, even though they've 
this is their first year playing together. And the Mets, you know, they're they're playing well. I mean, for the most part, Maharvey is starting to win back-to-back games, even though he's not, you know, he hasn't really, uh, you know, pitched well uh, for most of the, this year. But you know, he's uh, he's you know fighting through uh, whatever he's going through. I guess from the effects from having Tommy John surgery two years ago, and he's starting to you know bounce back. That's and good. Uh, yeah, I mean. There's not much more I can say about them. It's just I just hope they could just continue uh, with this streak and hopefully, you know, bring bring the snap this thirty thirty year championship drought. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh yeah. Looking to repeat their performance from last year by uh, going to the uh, World Series. Absolutely. Uh, so far, so good. Uh, you know, you've caught up to the to the uh, Nationals now. You're like what, one or two games behind now with this winning streak? Yeah, I'd say about. I haven't really checked, but yeah, we should be like a a few games behind them. You know, because you know Mets are, have been playing well. Obviously, they have. Uh, like I said, they have a seven game winning streak, and yeah. they would have had a bigger winning streak had they uh, had they not lost that last game against the Phillies. Mm. Uh, I think, you know, like almost uh, two weeks ago, they, you know, they would have, this streak would have been even longer. But, um, you know, Mets Mets have rebound. Hopefully they can uh, keep this going. And, you know, they've they've been having good pitching. I like clutch hitting. And the bullpen, you know, they've pitched well um, lately. So that's good. they're they're basically playing the way they're supposed to be playing, but yeah, they got a slow to slow start, but it uh, looks like you guys are back in shape now. Yep, you mother effers. <laughs> huh? I take that as a compliment. He, he's a he's a huge Yankee fan, so yeah, yeah, of course a, I compliment the Mets all the time. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully hopefully we could piss off you know this diehard Yankee fan. You know, all the way up into the Tinker Tape Parade in October, hopefully. <laughs> we shall but, see. But moving all along uh, to the team that you want to see, uh, you know, have their sixth uh, Bronx Bombers Parade is, of course, the Bronx Bombers, the Yankees. And uh, uh, which, which, what's your thoughts on how the Yankees are, you know, playing lately? Man, the Yankees are playing like shit. Pardon my French. <laughs> Um, right now they're close to last place, man. If they don't get their acts together, um, they're in the middle of a losing streak, uh, three games set with the Red Sox here at Fenway. Um, so tonight was the first game of the series and, uh, you know, uh, Tanaka started the game, um, pitched real well, um, you know, held the Red Sox to only two runs. Um, I think the Red Sox only had what, four hits, um, uh, maybe five hits, I'm not sure, but um, Tanaka pitched six and two thirds innings. Um, the game was tied in the eighth until the guy that's hurt us um, mo- for most of his Red Sox career, Big Poppy, hit a two run home run off of uh, Batanzas, and the game was not tied after that. The Red Sox went ahead four to two, and they went on to win this game um, by four to two, and. Yeah, uh, so Yankees have to look to win these next two games at Fenway. 
you know. Hopefully not get swept. Right now, the Red Sox, you know, they're playing real well right now. And they're close uh, to the Orioles. So the Yankees uh, have to win at least one game here. And, you know, they haven't been playing uh, well the last 10 or 15 games. So they have to get their acts together, man. Because yeah. right now things are not looking good. Yeah, I think recently I heard they were about like what one for one 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 for twenty three or one twenty three with the with, with the people in scoring position. Some some yeah, number. I can't remember the the exact number, but yeah, yeah offense it, has been inconsistent, man. I mean, since the first four or five games of the season, they looked like they were great, but ever since then, they've looked like they've been lost at the plate. You know. Yeah. So something has to change, man. I mean, they, def- they definitely do. I mean, uh, put these guys on PEDs or something, man. For real. <laughs> Seriously. Oh man. Um. What was I gonna say? Uh, uh, yeah, I heard like recently. I think it was last week. They they signed Nick Swisher. Mm-hmm. You know, in the minor league. So maybe. Uh, you know, maybe he might. They might have a reunion. Maybe he could spark the team. You know. Hey, maybe yeah. Maybe that might help. Who knows? Because he, he obviously had you know a lot of success with the Yankees. You know. Yeah, he, he was a fun guy in the clubhouse, fun teammate. You know, definitely helped us win. Uh, was part of that 2009 championship team. Was a big part of it. I mean, uh, I would love Swish. I mean, if he could produce like he did back then, you know, that'd be great. Yeah, to me, he always reminds me of, like, a poor man's Johnny Damon. You know, he's, you know, a guy who's, like, a loosey-goosey type of guy. Yeah. You know, who, you know, who wins, you know, who seems like have a, you know, like a smiley, happy, you know, igniter type personality. Right. So, I don't, uh, hopefully he could turn back the clock if he, if he returns with the Yankees. I hope so, you know, because right now we need it. We need it all the offense we we can get right now because right now we look lost, you know. Yeah, and the pitching hasn't uh, lived up to its uh, its standard either. I mean, Ovaldi, I think he's like the only guy who's pitching well. Yeah, although Tanaka again, he's uh, there's been some stuff where he's pitched okay today. Today he pitched he pitched good, pitched a good game tonight, but yeah. Yankees Probably. just couldn't hold on to win. Right. And the problem with Tanaka, the biggest problem with Tanaka is that he can never stay healthy and that's that's what's affecting his uh ace like, you know, status with the team because you right. know, he when he's there he's healthy. When he's healthy he's good. But uh unfortunately, you know, he's had some you know, injuries has has plagued him in his uh MLB his, you know, brief MLB career, you know, after having a you know, successful uh, career in Japan for so many right. years. Yeah, yeah. And uh, speaking of the the PEDs that you were mentioning uh, with the Yankees, uh, D. Gordon, who 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 was managed, or I should say, he is being currently managed by a former Yankee great, Don Manley. Um, uh, one of his players right now, D. Gordon. Who uh, who's the reigning uh, batting champion in the National League? Um, he um, was recently caught uh, allegedly taking PEDs, and he's suspended as a result of that. And the weird thing, you know, he's batting three thirty nine, but the weird thing about it is this dude only has one home run. I mean, normally yeah. when someone's a power hitter, 
you know, you, you you would think this guy has like 15 home runs, even though he's like a, you know, a, a you know a, a base stealer and a, a base hitter, a, you know, to a, a you know quintessential you know leadoff batter. Right. So it was shocking to hear that he's, you know, he's suspended for, you know, for for um 80 games, nearly half the season. Yeah, that's I mean, he's crazy. a game. He's literally a game away from being half the being gone for half a season. Wow. wow that is crazy. It's a dumb move on his part. I mean, he you know, he's he, I mean, he's you know, he's finally playing good, you know, since last year. You know, he had potential with the Dodgers, you know, being a second generation uh baseball player after his uh his father, Flash Gordon, Tom Flash Gordon. You know the, you know very successful bullpen. You know guy out of the bullpen. You know a you know a perennial setup guy, and you know of course also a closer closer also. You know pitch for the Yankees and I think White Sox and all all these other teams in his uh, career. Uh, I'm of course talking about D Gordon's father, um, and now D Gordon. I mean he 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 after he went. To, to Miami, he turned his career around. He finally lived up to his potential, and now, you know, he's caught with with uh, performance enhancing stuff. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's kind of makes you wonder. It does the steroids help him improve as a hitter? Because normally, when you think of steroids, you uh, you know, you think of hitting. I mean, you think of power hitting. You really think of being a base stealer, you know? I don't know. That's that's weird. Yeah, these guys never learn, man. You don't it's learn. Like, yeah, it's kind of like like years ago, um, during the uh, you know the after the ruthless aggression era in WWE, um, like during the PG era, like the early part of it, like Edge and Rey Mysterio was allegedly suspended for. Uh, performance enhancing stuff, and when you look at the guys on TV, they don't look like they would take it. I mean, you know, you would think they'd look like Benoit, you know, or, or somebody, you know, like a, you know, you know, like a Hulk Hogan, like a, a a very, you know, like muscular dude. Right. I mean, they, to me, they, you know, Edge and Rey Mysterio don't look that, you know, muscular, especially Rey Mysterio. So it's kind of su- surprising when. You have somebody who doesn't look like Barry Bonds did, yeah. you know, after he he left the Pirates, you know. As a matter of fact, Barry Bonds look back to how he did when he was with the Pirates now than he mm-hmm. did when he was with the Giants. Yeah. And yep. ironically enough, wait a minute, now that I think about it, ironically enough, he's, Barry Bonds is the, batting, is the part-time batting coach of the Marlins. Wow. <laughs> I just remembered that. I don't, I don't know if there's a correlation with that, but you know that's you know kind of fishy. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe give him a little balco. Allegedly, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> that's weird. I mean, we'll see. Well, we'll see what happens with that. I mean, it's a shame. Uh, you know, Gordon has a you know a bright future. You know, his career. I mean. Had the best game, best career, you know, best year of his career last year. Yeah. And now he's gonna miss half the season because, 
you know, he got caught. I mean, yep. I don't know. I don't know what these players are going to do to make them stop doing this stuff. I mean, look at Jerry's, uh, not Jerry's familiar, um, uh, uh, Mejia. Yeah, Mejia did several times after, you yeah. know. He got caught like three times in, in, within a calendar year. Yeah, it was absurd. <laughs> I, could, I can't believe it. Yeah, now he's banned from yeah. baseball now. But now he's trying to. But last time I heard, he's trying to fight it. He thinks the MLB has has a conspiracy against him. I don't think MLB told him <laughs> to take all those performance enhancing stuff. I don't. I know. I don't know what he. I don't know what he's what he's thinking. I don't know what he's thinking about. Please, man. They don't. They 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 never. They never learn. They never learn. And. One uh, searching gears of one team that'll never learn the New York Knicks, man. They'll never learn, man, because one Tom Thibodeau was out there. He he he's uh, he signed to be in charge of the Timberwolves, not just be their GM. And um, as a result, he hired Scott Layden, our old friend, as his as the GM of the Timberwolves. And as you know, Timberwolves is a up and coming on the rise team, you know, yep. very talented team, and it's going to be a great move for him. Um, as, as a result, you know, since Phil Jackson never went after him, there's reports saying that he would have came to the Knicks, you know, if they yeah. gave him a shot, That's even so though he wouldn't have as much power as he does with the Timberwolves. I don't know and why we didn't give him a shot. Yes, and yes, there's uh, breaking news regarding uh, a coach that, you know, somebody that the Knicks won to, you know, rep- potentially replace Rambis as the head coach. Luke Walton, you know, the assistant coach of the Warriors, he leaves the Warriors, and now he's going to be the head coach of the Lakers. So that's another guy who plays New York, the Knicks, and stay, you know, stays in California, you know, to coach another Californian team. And, of course, the Lakers. We know the history about the Lakers. And, of course, you know, Luke Walton is very familiar with the Lakers. Right. As well. Well, well, Walton, I mean, he doesn't really have any head coaching experience besides coaching several games this year when when Steve Kerr was out. Um, But you know, I'm I'm a little hesitant on him as a head coach, but uh, I the guy I wanted was definitely Thibodeau, and me too. For us to not even go after him, I mean, <laughs> sir, man, we're like, what's what is Phil Jackson thinking? Well, apparently, what he's thinking is is his, you know, you know, apparently, you know, he's having a, a feud with the media because he had to remind them that he has 11 rings, hence saying that he's an expert, he knows what he's doing, you know. He feels like the media. He also feels like the media should stop reporting negative stuff about the team, and that they're, you know, part of the reason, or they are the reason why they can't acquire, you know, free agents, superstars via free agency because they're afraid of, uh, you know, being criticized by said media. Well, that's 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 partly true. The media does play a role in it as well. You know, it's not all the New York Knicks organization, you know. Um, but, I mean, for the most part, you know, the moves that you make, you know, 
that determines how good the team is. And, you know, the lack of moves, not getting Thibodeau, that's, that, that might hurt you. Yep. Yeah, so don't blame the media for that. I, I I agree with that. I mean, he he shouldn't be if he has a problem with the team, the media criticizing the team. Why don't you get some players? Why don't you get some play some superstar players to come here and turn this team around? Yeah. Last I mean, this last off season, they tried going after people and everybody played them. Lamarcus Aldridge was reportedly willing to come here, but. He didn't want to play center. He wanted to play power forward. Right. Now, I'm thinking, yes, I would prefer Lil Marcus Aldridge to play center. I mean, he does play both, really. But um, I would prefer him – I would have – if that's what he would have took for him to come here, you know, fine. Be a power forward. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett in his prime. I mean, the guy's a seven-footer, but he doesn't want to play center. He wants to be a power forward. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you want to get a guy like that and you want to win, you know what I'm saying? Seriously. Get the guy. You know what I mean? I agree. But I agree, man. He didn't do that. He's with the Spurs, and looks like all these people who keep, you know, playing the Knicks, you know, they're making the right right decision. I mean, Steve Kerr, he played the Knicks. He, he um... You know, he he took the 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 Warriors coaching job, and the rest is history. Yeah, he's exactly. trying to win back-to-back titles, and not to mention he he's he set uh, yet again he set set a you know a NBA record, but this time as a head coach and not as a player like he did in '96 with Jordan right. and Pippen and the rest of his teammates. And uh, speaking of the Warriors, um. Yeah, Stephen Curry, you know, he injured his ankle recently. They expected him to miss two weeks. Yeah, MCL sprain, I think it yeah. was. Yeah. So, I mean, with, with the Knicks or any, uh, you know, other team, I mean, with the, probably with the exception of the Spurs, you know, when, you know, when a star player, your star player goes down, you know, that, that affects your team and you can't come back. Mm-hmm, yep. But luckily for them, they're they're so deep, deeply talented that even the you know the injury of Stephen Curry is not going to derail them on their quest of back-to-back titles. Yeah, they they were still able to get past, still able to beat the Rockets. The Rockets are horrible. Um, they oh, can't yeah. play any defense. Mhm. They have to break up that team. Mhm. Yeah, James. Yeah. Would I thought a team with James Harden and Dwight Howard would be so horrible, but when when the the, the players don't mesh, yeah, it's, it doesn't matter how talented your team is. You might have to trade Howard. I, I think he's gonna. Be, I think he's gonna be a free agent soon. Is he? Oh. And uh, before going to WBE, uh, oh yeah, let's. Uh, Let's talk about the um the um uh the the whole Birdman situation. Mm-hmm. As you all know, uh, Birdman went on uh, on the Breakfast Club and he was um, basically he had a beef with the um with the with the host of the Breakfast Club, 
and basically he had to, he was supposed to have an interview with them, but before he had the interview with them, he basically was, you know, criticizing them and saying that, you know, they have to put some respect on his name and, you know, the paraphrase what he's saying. So basically, you know, he was warning them, you know, to be careful what they say about him. And then afterwards they had the, the probably the briefest interview in the Breakfast Club history. So yeah, like two minutes. Yeah. And as a result, now everybody's talking about put some respect on it and now it's uh, a catchphrase that surpassed even um, by Felicia right now. Yeah, for real. And uh, he's making money off it with his own merchandise, with a popular meme right now on uh, social media. Yeah, absolutely. And the other popular line going on in uh, you know, in the world of entertainment is uh, Becky with the good hair, which, of course, is reference to... Uh, Beyonce's new uh, Lemonade uh, music video where a bunch of people are speculating that it's an autobiographical song about, you know, her husband, uh, Jay-Z, potentially cheating on her Mm -hmm. with uh, with the alleged Becky. And as a result, uh, a lot of people have been linked as the possible Becky. It's been Rachel uh, Roy, who's a, a fashion designer. Uh, Rita Ora, who's a um, you know a famous singer, mm-hmm. and uh, um, you know amongst other people, and as a result of people trying to uh, the you know the um, Beehive, which are which are you know the name what the Beyonce fans call themselves, you know they attacked you know all the aforementioned women on uh, social media. Uh, by putting, you know, lemonade emojis and, I guess, saying other comments, you know, about them, you know, via social media. And as a result, they they accidentally attacked uh, Rachel Ray, which is basically, you know, the equivalent of a social media uh, drive-by shooting. Like, she was an innocent bystander, and as a result, because her name is very similar to Rachel Roy, you know, she was a unfortunate casualty of the feud. Yeah, people mistook her for Rachel Roy. Yeah. It's not even her. Yeah, I know. It's messed up. But uh in any case, uh, after that, uh, Beyonce recently had a concert. Uh, and basically, you know, she, you know, you know, talked about, you know, she loved her husband and, you know, what I guess – whatever issues they were going through around that time, if the Lemonade song is, you know, autobiographical, uh, which some people speculate that might have been the source of uh, Solange, you know, attacking her brother-in-law, Jay-Z, a few years ago mm-hmm. uh, in the elevator. But um, whatever it is, I guess they're, they're you know, they're, they're, they're through, you know, they're fine with it. Yep. But uh, any case, the other major news in entertainment is, of course, uh, live with Kelly. Kelly finally returned after missing what about a week, uh, you know, from the show after she found out her former co-host uh, Michael Strahan is leaving the show. So um, as a result, she you know she left the show, 
and, uh, you know, was reportedly PO'd about being, you know, um, you know, not being informed by Michael or anybody in, uh, you know, the executives about, you know, Michael leaving the show and, uh, you know, to become, you know, one of the anchors of GMA and the new host of the newly revamped $100,000 pyramid show. So what's your thoughts on the whole thing? Yeah, I thought, uh, you know, she's being a diva. You know, she's a, she makes $20 million a year, whatever amount she makes. And, you know, she, she acted like a freaking bitch, man. You know? Like she threw a hissy fit, um, was threatened to leave the to leave the show because she felt the bosses uh didn't give her a heads up. Um, um she's treats Michael like dirt, I hear, in the you know, off, when they're not off off air. Um, and then she throws an insult or a dig at him on the show today or yesterday by bringing up his divorce. I mean she's coming off this whole thing as a bitch, pretty much. You know, and I always thought she was, like, a nice person, but all the things I've been hearing have been, you know, bad. You know, about how she, you know, has tension with Michael and the way she acted with this, with this whole announcement of Michael Strahan leaving GMA. You know, it's... You know, she's, she's being the biggest diva on Earth right now. Yeah, I mean, I I understand that you know she felt blindsided with, without Michael, you know Michael not giving her a heads up, you know by him leaving the show, but um yeah I mean, I if it was me you know I would have you know I would have returned the next day or the day after that and you know dealt with it but you know I guess people deal with stuff their own way, you know but you know as a result. Uh, she she was supposed to find out in September when he's leaving, but uh, I guess because of all this drama that's going on, and uh, you know, as a result, instead of leaving in September, he's gonna leave in May 14th apparently. So yeah, because he wants to get the hell out of there. He doesn't want any part of her anymore. Yeah, they can't uh, hide. They they hid apparently for at least two years you know, their feelings towards each, their true feelings towards each other because, you know, as of, you know, watching the show, you know, and, you know, from time to time and, you know, and the people who regularly watch the show, I mean, everybody was blindsided because they seemed like they really got along. You know, he pulls up chair, you know, the chair for her to sit like a gentleman. Uh, You know, they dance, enter the ring, you enter the, the show holding hands, but uh, you know, their relationship is definitely strained now. Yeah. But they, I see it. they still act like a happy family on air. Yeah, but well, that's show business. Pretty much. Um, you know, recently the draft came, uh, you know, on Thursday. Yep. Uh, what's your what's your thoughts on the 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 drafts? Uh. Well, it's still going on. Uh, today was uh, round two and three of the draft. I know um, the uh, Giants got this uh, player named Eli, you know, so you have another player that shares a name with Eli Manning. Um, and they also got a wide receiver today, I heard. Um, I didn't get the kid's name, but 
I hear, you know, he could be just as explosive as uh, Odell Beckham. So it looks like Giants are adding some pieces, some much-needed pieces. Um, they still need a defense, you know, because the defense the last few years have, has been horrible. So they need to improve in that area. Um, I, I didn't see um, their remaining draft picks, so I'm going to have to check to see if, to find out what other players that they drafted. Right. And on the Jets side, they drafted a linebacker, uh, Dan Lee, you know. And uh, they also drafted a a quarterback uh, in the, I think it was the second round. Okay. But, uh, you know, he's basically a pro- a, a prospect. Uh, with, with the 51st pick, they drafted uh, Christian Hackenberg. Um, yeah, he's basically, you know, I think expected to be a prospect. I mean, he 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 was the quarterback for Penn State, um, but you know the guy potentially has upside and basically, you know, time will tell if it's if it was a good pick or not. Yeah. But um, yeah, shifting gears to uh to uh WWE uh, payback. Um, but before I go to payback, um, uh, uh, the the Rangers got uh, eliminated in the first round to the to, to the Penguins in five games in in horrible fashion, and as a result, um, uh, Dan Boyle, um, who had who did not have a good uh, year with the the Rangers, he he ripped into the media, cursing out uh, one of the um, the reporters. I think it was Larry Brooks. Basically telling him to get out of the the you know the 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 you know the 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 place so he won't uh, you know interview him anymore you know the clubhouse but you know yeah, you know a crazy way to end your career yeah but uh, going back to uh, WWE who you think is gonna win uh, in the rematch of the United States title Ryback versus Kalisto for the title. Um, I think it's Ryback will win, but who really cares right now? Ryback's character has been buried more. Yeah, than I think Ryback will win too. Undertaker's opponent at, in a in a buried alive match, so really doesn't matter right now. Yeah, I think Ryback will win. How about Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler? Dolph Ziggler. I think Baron Corbin. You know he, you know he had a successful career in NXT. Uh, he's been beating up on Dolph Ziggler, like he stole something from him, and I think it's gonna continue in the in this uh, his uh, first pay-per-view match. Uh, Dean Ambrose versus Jericho. Think Am- I think Ambrose will win. Me too. Yeah. Vaude Villains versus uh, Enzo for the tag team tournament finals. I think. Um, I think Vaude Villains. What you said? I think it'd be Enzo. I think it's Vard Villains. Because it'd be, even though Enzo and Big Kaz are popular, uh, I think Vard Villains is going to win because, you know, they're they're villains. And, you know, New Days are now good guys. So yeah, you rarely right. see good guys versus, you know, good guys, you know, anymore. Sami Zayn, I, I think he'll defeat Kevin Owens. Put I that too. To, re- to rest. Yep. Uh, and I think Cesaro, you know, his new James Bond gimmick, He's going to defeat The Miz for the Intercontinental title. 
Yeah, that can go either way. I could see Miz retaining it. Yeah, I, I see what you mean, but I think I think Cesaro's going to do it. And uh, I think Charlotte's going to retain the title against Natalia, even though yep. Natalia will have uh, Bret Hart in her corner. Me too. Uh, I think she'll win that. And lastly, what were you saying? Oh, no, no, I was listening. Oh, and lastly, Roman Reigns, uh, I think he'll retain the title against AJ Styles, even though, you know, I'd like to see him, uh, w- you know, win the title over Roman Reigns. Uh, and I think Finn Balor will make his debut. And him and, uh, you know, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows will, def- will attack will be a factor in the match. Uh, but we're out of time. He's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo. And I'll see you guys next week, next Saturday at uh, 12 o'clock. It's regular time. See you guys next week. Later. Later.